Back to Hot Mike's Cold Takes. Uh, it's been a hot minute. Our last podcast was on January 6th, I believe. Almost an entire year from now. Eli, uh, how does it feel to be back? Well, let me tell you, Luke. It feels great. I was going to do a little Hulk Hogan impression here, but I don't know how the, how the masses feel about him yet, because he, mm. he had some controversial stuff last year. What was that? I, I was going to do the whole, Oh, it feels great to be back, brother! But I, and I'm not going to do wait, it. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait. What, did, what did Hulk Hogan do? Um, uh, Gawker, the news site. Oh, okay, that was really him. His fault. Like, I mean, that... I mean, it was his fault. He said some, you know, racial slurs. Wait, and wait, stuff did like he? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh. dropped, he dropped the n word a couple. I times. thought it was just like his fucking uh, porno. No, that too, that too. That's what he got the millions of dollars for. Uh, but in that, he got um, he there was there was a whole like interview with him where he said some stuff about his daughter's boyfriend at the time who was African American. Oh, he didn't uh, say that though. That's disappointing. Well, you know, sometimes our heroes mess up and uh, say some racist. Yeah, you know that old saying shit. goes. Um, you, you you know you live long enough to become the villain or some shit like that. Something right? like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sir. Porno. What? <laughs> What was that? I was the porno. I can't say I watched. Yeah, I can't say I saw it. Either. I just saw I saw that like headline because you know I'm like a wrestling geek and shit. So. Also, wait, also like it wasn't a porno either. Let's clear that up. It was a sex no, tape. yeah, no, yeah. What? No, no, no. It wasn't even a sex <laughs> tape. It was, it was. So his friend, uh, this guy named Bubba, he, he was gonna let him like you know get it on with his wife because. <laughs> because because this is right after his divorce was finalized. Okay. And for some reason, they had a camera in, like, the top corner of the bedroom. Just There's a still reason. photo. There's a still photo of, like, the bedroom. Um, yeah, his dick is a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a hole. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I think we're going to... He had the bandana to... on and everything. This was just, this was just, this was just supposed <laughs> to be... He ripped his shirt. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> this was just supposed to be a family-friendly intro to the podcast. Well, you but, said uh... fuck in the first, like, ten seconds, hey, so... Hey, <laughs> right. I didn't talk about Hulk Hogan's dick, though. I so. didn't either. All right, well, whatever. You brought you brought up Hulk Hogan. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're glad you're back. I hope you enjoy what's happening so far, because this is a nice precursor to the episode we're about to run down here. Um, hopefully, I don't know, maybe... Can we say rundown? Is that like a, is that a, is that like a PC term? Can no. Can we say that? You can say rundown. Are you sure? Why like, not? Like, you kind of you... used it in the same context as like, we're going to run down someone, you know? You can't say that. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, you Watch know... Watch your mouth, Stoner. That's true. West Point's listening. Uh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to roll right into the news rundown, and uh, we hope you enjoy this comeback season episode. All right, so now moving on into the news rundown. First item on the list. This week, uh, this week right before Christmas, Trump 
when confronted by a seven-year-old Hold on, on the phone. soldier. That's President Trump to you. All uh, right, you're correct. That's my commander-in-chief you're, we're talking about just here. Just making so, sure. Commander, Not mine. Commander-in-chief. President Donald J. Trump okay. was Better. called was called by a seven year old on the phone. I'm not really sure why this was happening. I I don't know. Maybe it was just some promo by the White House that they were taking calls from kids throughout the United States. I don't know. But a seven year old called him up, and when asked about the uh, topic of Santa Claus, Trump said, "Quote: uh, Do you still believe in Santa Claus? Because at seven years old, it's marginal at that point, right?" Eli, what, how do you feel about this? I do not feel the same way as President <laughs> Donald Trump because. I could honestly say, I was probably somewhere in like the 10 and 12 range, and I was like, yeah, I questioned it almost. I'm like, how did his fat ass fit down that chimney? Uh-huh. And like, especially in my house, we don't even have a chimney. Like, yeah. where, where was he coming in That's at? That's very fair. I hope nobody's coming in like my window or anything, you know? It's magic. I hope no fat guys are coming to my window. <laughs> Exceptionally long beards. Older. Haven't been seen. <laughs> Spotted. Are, uh, are known to spy on children at all times. All right, Senator, are you right. trying to, like, general- are you oh. trying to generalize uh, Santa Claus as a P.O.? <laughs> they, I, they said, uh, quote, he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, so um, Stunner, Stunner. that's all I'm He's saying. a fictional character for okay. for children to believe in, not to be scared of. They found his tomb. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, St. Nick. He, he existed, I don't know. <laughs> all I'm saying is it's kind of weird. All right. It's kind of weird that this old fat guy, like, is watching you at all times, that's all I'm saying. I hope you get cool. All right, well, you know what? Christmas already happened, so... Anyway, though, back to the topic. My answer is... Oh, I agree with Trump asking. Why can't he ask? I'll ask. I'll ask my sister. And, yeah, I mean, I don't but think... But, like, I think seven... He was cutting it short. The fact that he was marginal when talking to a seven-year-old as well is just kind of funny. He's just talking... You know, marginal is a word when you're talking about, like, profits and, you know, your business for the year or something like that. Not Not when you're discussing... With a seven-year-old, whether you believe in Santa Claus, um, but you know, I did, also wait, did the seven-year-old ask Trump if if he believes in Santa Claus? Um, I don't, I don't think so. Not that I know of. All I know is, like, he was obviously the, the kid asked, like, called and to say Merry Christmas to the president. I guess I could see Donald Trump defending Santa Claus, like, like, oh, like, yeah, like, he, just because nobody's seen him doesn't mean like I saw him at the mall last week. I said I had a great yeah. conversation. Yeah, I mean, it was I fantastic. It was great. I don't think uh, asking a kid if they believe in Santa Claus is necessarily like a bad thing to do, and it's not saying that I think Santa Claus the, I think the real. way he said it came off a little uh, yeah dickish to yeah. say the best. <laughs> I asked my commander in chief you're talking about there. So, well, it's not uh, mine. So all right. Anyway, moving on to the next order of business here, we have a deer po- poacher, all right, was ordered to watch Disney's Bambi during his jail sentence for his illegal killing of uh, a deer in Pennsylvania. So, uh, how do you feel about this, Eli? You know, do you, uh, do you think it's right that they made him watch Bambi? Um, huh. uh, I, I'm a Bam- I, me and Bambi, we, we've never seen eye to eye, even at the younger ages, like, I don't, I didn't understand why I was watching, like, a film about a, a, a doe. So what you got against Bambi? I, I I really I don't have anything against it. I guess I was just too smart of a child to be like, whoa, oh okay. Whoa, whoa. If you I say know so yourself. This. Are you calling me stupid? No, I'm just saying I went to All Saints with you, and uh, I mean I wouldn't say you were a child genius to beat above <laughs> Bambi. <laughs> we are seven minutes in, and Stunner's already insulted my intelligence once. All right, okay. Um, anyway, uh, no, I just I don't know that. Bambi does not live up to the hype for me. I don't know why. All right, Underachiever. Well, uh, bust of a draft pick. <laughs> All right, I will say Bambi, when he was walking around on his legs and he couldn't 
couldn't walk. He looked like a bit of a dumbass. I'm not going to lie there. But, uh, you know, it was a heartwarming story. Uh, also, just off topic, but did you see that uh, it was out probably like a year ago at this point? I think BuzzFeed put out an article of the hottest Disney characters, and they put Bambi's dad on the list. Well, so, you know, just throwing on, that out there. On. Well, the first problem is you... you... You are, you are actually reading articles from BuzzFeed. Okay, I wasn't... It it's was almost as bad as reading okay. articles from Deadspin, but... Okay, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. Deadspin's, like, bankrupt nowadays. They just, they're just they just shooting shots just to try to get viewers, but... I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a lot of people are. But anyway, back to the actual story here, as, as far as the uh, man being forced to watch Disney's Bambi. You know, it's a bit of an odd punishment, to I say the least. I think it's great. I, I, thought, I find I it like pretty it. humorous. I like it. Uh, maybe we should show the likes of like David George this video. You know, so whoa, 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 whoa! That's my friend. You can't be, can't be. Caught. What, what do you know about Dare Poaching anyway? How do you know? How do you know? Huh? I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I guess I shouldn't talk about it. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Rumors spread around here, Luke. Come on. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry for. Yeah, I mean, it might, no, is it, no. Is it cruel or no, unusual? No, 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 wait, 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 someone watch well, unusual? Don't. Yeah, it's actually probably true. Don't cadets poach humans? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> All right, we're not making West Point jokes today. Um, anyway, uh, Luke, I forgot to ask you. Do you spell cadet with a K like you spell Carl with a K? Your middle name? Uh, no. I'm no. just making sure. Yeah, no. Clarify. But I, anyway, great, great decision to watch Bambi. Don't care what anybody says. Possibly Should... unusual punishment, but Absolutely. you know. No, no, no. That's okay. Nope. nope. It, was, it was solid. No? Okay. Well, uh, moving on to our last story now. So, Korean Air has decided to raise their refund fees after a K-pop, a, a horde of K-pop fans got a picture of their favorite band and then got off the plane and demanded a refund and successfully did get their refund. So, I guess the uh, Korean Air airline Wait, was uh, pretty pissed about this whole thing. What the hell is K-pop? K-pop? Korean pop? Why are we talking about K-pop and Korean air? I don't know, man. Every time I look up ARMY on Twitter, apparently there's some Korean band called ARMY, and that's all that pops up. You know, I'm just trying to see the score of my favorite football team, and uh, I get some K-pop bullshit, you know? I, sounds like Stolen Valor to me to name your K-pop band ARMY, but that's that's all I'm saying. You know? Eh. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but... I guess it's a general term. I mean, I if, guess so. if, if you called yeah. it like the United States Army, then okay, <laughs> then we're gonna have some problems. That's probably but, true. You know. Um. Nah, it's fine. I guess. But yeah, I think. I mean, Korean uh, fans. So what's the, wait, 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 wait. What's what's the point of this? Like, these people bought a plane ticket just to yeah, they, they get bought, an autograph I and then they, got their got they, off they, yeah, they, That's they, a genius they, idea. Props is, to them. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the Korean fans here. Uh, I mean, Korean Air obviously retaliating, trying to prevent this from happening in the future. I mean, I'm just wondering, has this happened before that they're just shutting it down right right away? I don't, I'm confused, you know, have, have, is this a popular thing in Korea where people just board planes well, to yeah, get no, take pictures? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Seems rather odd to me. Yeah. Um, final word on it. I'm going to say good for the people who got the autographs. Also, I wait, did wait, the wait. same thing. I'd real, at least try. Real, real quick question. If you're a Korean pop band, all right, these are, you know, they're they're usually pretty big. I don't know. If you haven't heard of them, that's fine, but like Yeah, get... why are you on a plane with other people if you're that? Yeah, big? that's what they I'm saying. They must not be that big. Either, they either, can't be that. Yeah, they can't be that big. Maybe you should either have a private plane you would think like, or at least be in like first class. Cuz like we like... might we all right, I might get some arguments on this, but is is Maroon 5 like as relevant as they used to be? I mean, no. I don't think so. They have enough but, money. Yeah, to that's what I mean. Do you are, yeah, like that's what I mean. If they're not if they're not you know, dropping number one hits like 
I don't, I don't even know if they, like, I, I'm sure they've had number one hits. Yeah. But, like, if sure. they're not, per se. Also, even, put, like, even, like, grunge bands, uh-huh. you know. I don't, I'm just gonna put this out here. I'm a big Maroon 5 fan, all right? I'm I'm an Adam Levine fan. I think... Pe- people poop on him for that high-pitched voice, but us high-pitched I voice like guys, we gotta, like, <laughs> we gotta stick together, dog. No, yeah. I mean, I think Maroon 5 was a rather safe choice for the Super Bowl. They got a lot of hits. Yeah, and 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 also, side note, fuck Jay-Z for trying to talk Travis Scott out of it for political reasons. Yes. Don't care what the political reasons are. I want to hear Travis Scott at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Not only do I want to hear Travis I mean, Scott at the Super Bowl, I was a fan of of Maroon 5 and Cardi B, so I'm going to be a fan of Maroon 5 and Travis Scott. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe it was the wrong year. Like, you're having... isn't It's in Atlanta this year, right? Yeah, I think uh, you know you got enough like popular well, artists coming out of Atlanta that yeah, you could have used but, an Atlanta but, artist. But but, but you got to there's some controversy with that yeah. stuff, and you never know how that stuff's going. I also, mean, I mean, look at look at uh, like Kodak and like I don't even know what year was he hot like really hot before like, he got arrested. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you don't know like what happens. Yeah. In book, you know the, the, yeah. the NFL is a serious business at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think also you got to remember the audience that's going to be watching it. You know, on you go on Twitter and people are pissed off about Maroon Five being on there, but you got to remember it's people like my dad that's going to be watching the Super Bowl. And if you brought on Kodak, he wouldn't exactly be uh, very happy about that one. He's not a big fan of rap. Why is that? You know, I I don't know. You you have to ask my dad. He just says, "quote It's not real music." So uh, I don't I don't know what to tell you about that one. But I think well, you got to remember that most people watching Dan the Stoner, Super Bowl, all the respect in the world, fans. but but my grow master. It is real music. I mean, I and I listen to all music. So yeah. every time my dad says that, I, I just tell him he's, he just sounds old because that's the same yeah, thing people yeah. were saying about like Elvis, the old whippersnappers listening to this Elvis. It's not real music. They're saying that in the fifties and sixties, and now they're saying my dad's saying it about rap. Well, you know what, Dad? It's real music. All right, so stop being old and just get over it. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that one. Yeah. Got anything else to add, Eli? Before we wrap this up? Nope. I don't like K-pop though. All right, fair enough. I mean, didn't you like Gangnam Style? Nope. No? All right. I, I don't like songs if I can't understand the words. That's, that's or if I can't even look up the lyrics. Yeah. If I have to translate lyrics like from from different languages, that's too much work for me. I'm a very simple guy. Yeah, that's fair. All right, that's how you guys uh, wraps up the news segment. Uh, for our next segment, we'll be doing I'll Die on This Hill. This is Sparta! So for those of you who don't know, I'll Die on This Hill is our segment where we pick one of our own possibly controversial opinions and we uh, debate them live on air for you. And basically, we say, we're saying when we say I'll die on this hill, we're saying I don't care what anyone has to say. I believe this is true and no one's changing my mind. And so first... It's that meme that like, it's the guy with the table that everybody keeps changing <laughs> the stuff on and it's like, change my mind, you know? Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. All right. We did it first though. Yeah. That's true. We, we did do it first. We did it like over a year ago. So just pointing that out there. Um, so first we're going to move on to Eli's I'll Die on This Hill. Eli, what do you have to say? Um, for my I'll Die on This Hill, I'm going with, you know, I, I, it's a conspiracy theory, I guess you'd call it, but I, I've read up on it. Uh, a lot of people agree with me. Uh, Helen Keller wasn't real. Just not like, not, not a person. What? What do you, what do you what do you mean? I'm Helen sure Keller there's someone out there named Helen Keller, but the <laughs> Helen Keller that was like, yeah, I'm sure there's deaf someone and else blind out there. and stuff. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's someone else out there and named you, Adolf like, Hitler, but that doesn't mean Hitler didn't exist. I'm 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 not saying that. I'm just okay. saying, like we have hard facts that Hitler was a person. Okay. Yeah. Give me a hard fact that Helen Keller was a person. Didn't what she, kind of person? I'm pretty sure she like met the president and everything. I swear to God, what she, president? Like, I think it was LBJ. I don't LeBron. know. Man. <laughs> Lyndon Baines Johnson, Big no? Dick Johnson. Okay, so, okay so we're going to act like you didn't say that um, about a middle-aged white man. I think they said he was a big dick because he was actually a dick, you know, not because he had a big dick. Okay, anyway. so anyway, um, no, Helen Keller, like, it just, it just, that stuff doesn't add up. I mean, I agree with you. It's very strange that, like, I don't understand how you teach someone who went, what, she was deaf and blind from, what, like, one and a half years old or something yeah. like that? Like, I can understand, okay, you, you lose your eyesight at a certain point where you've already kind of learned how to, like, talk a yeah, little bit. You've exactly. already grasped something. But at one and a half years old, like, you don't have any memory of anything, right? So how can you just, like, put your hand on something and be like, oh, this is a table. Let me sign that to you mm -hmm. now. Yep. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't... Yep. It just doesn't I'm telling you, like... Me. I don't understand like, how that Like, I happens. can see. Yeah. And when it's pitch black, I can't see. Yeah. So also wait, wait. Can someone look up for me? Could Helen Keller talk? No, she couldn't at first. Remember, she learned how to, no. but at first, remember, she was like. She <laughs> <did>. <laughs> no, so she can moan. No, okay. No, yeah. She did, I, she did some TV interviews where she was doing communist propaganda. What? What, what the fuck? I'm serious. No, look, there's interviews. This is the, saying yes. Helen Keller's a communist. That was a, that was a fake Helen Keller. That was a fake. That was a person just saying like. I'm telling right, you. I'm looking this up. I'm looking up to just, Helen Keller. Talk no, you can look it up. I'll yeah, take the reins here. They're black and white. She does TV interviews and she's like, yeah, communism is a good idea. Well, that's that's a second reason why Helen Keller uh, shouldn't exist. Well, it doesn't surprise me that a deaf and blind person would think communism would work. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, but anyway. Like she so, graduated college. Yeah. I'm, she, I'm struggling in college. Own, she, wrote, she wrote her own book. I am struggling in college and I could see all my life. I'm pretty sure I could always hear, but you can't remember them good old days. Okay, know? okay. Helen Keller did not know how to speak. Yes. No. no, she she figured it out, though, right? No, no. Oh, no, she was sign language. Yeah, she did. Okay. But she did make noises. She was like... Okay, okay. That's an, We understand that part. I remember that. Like, you're that, a, you're that correct. Movie thing. I don't need to hear it anymore. Um, okay, so sign language I can get time a out, little time bit. Time out, Steve, didn't you, uh, didn't you play a mean Helen Keller once in like a... Back in the eighth grade, I did. Yeah. I played a mean Helen Keller. I just remember watching you like stick your hand on Stoner's face and like look in the opposite <laughs> direction. Yeah, I, I recall we had to record the scene outside about 30 times when it was 30 below and Stoner just kept dumping water onto my hands and I couldn't feel true. them. This was like the, uh, the old, the old famous scene from the Miracle Worker, you know, Helen Keller. She's discovering water. Yeah, so she figured, she finally figured it out. She put, cause, uh, what was her name? Like Ann Sullivan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Ann Sullivan. Know. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. I was right. Wow. Look at me. All right. Um, so she put her hands under the water and she like started signing water to her and suddenly Helen just like figured it out out of fucking thin air. I don't understand. Anyway, good for her. Helen Keller, you know, she must have been a neuroscientist if she didn't, you know, turn deaf and blind because pretty smart. If All I'm saying it. is I'm, I compare myself to the average person. Mm -hmm. I'd say I'm average height. Okay. Average muscle. Maybe. Average cock. Sure. Everything about it. Average. <laughs> yep. But I'm, I'm struggling like in the first, like, you know, you know, semester of college. And I could always, you know, see 
talk. I can hear. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that someone that, like, couldn't at the beginning, even though, even though, even though I am average, <laughs> you're telling me someone that couldn't is going to, like, pass college and stuff? I mean, I guess times were easier back then when she allegedly exists. <laughs> yeah. Not sold on it yet. It's really strange. I don't what, know. What, what, what do you, what's that, John? This sounds like a Disney feel-good this movie is, to me. Uh, I'm sorry. It wasn't communism. It was socialist. Well, geez. In 1908, she joined the American Socialist Party. <laughs> and she cites two major factors that led to this. Widespread readings on, on society and philosophy, uh, which she likes Karl Marx. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. that, that yeah. makes sense. Sure. And a growing interest in studying the specific conditions of people with disabilities in the United States. Okay, I, this just sounds like a load of shit to me. Yeah, wait, wait. So you're telling this is like they, this is like Rudy. Yeah. Like the kid that could make the football team is like now like makes a big tackle on the football team. You're telling me the disabled girl is studying disabilities and philosophy and like politics. Uh, first of all, philosophy. Jeez, I I can't stand that stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I just like classes where it's like. A, B, C. Like, there uh -huh. has to be an answer. One yeah. firm answer. Philosophy. My teacher walked up to me. She was like, she was like, what do you think about, I don't know, like, Friedman versus Freeman? And I'm like, well, I like Freeman. She's like, well, I like Freeman. And I'm like, okay, so is there a wrong answer? Is there a right answer? She's like, no, not at all. And I'm like, what, what is the point of this class? <laughs> I did just get this information from the International uh -huh. Socialist Review.org. Breaking so. news. Okay, we got our source. Well, socialism sources. sucks. So, oh, oh. Did, did I say that out loud? You're not allowed to say that out loud. Oh, well, okay. it does. Okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah. In conclusion, we're not really sure how the hell someone who was deaf and blind from one and a half years old turned out to be a philosopher. Yeah. But, uh, you know. A philosopher in sign language, that is, too. Oh, my god! It's incredible. I mean, it, she either didn't exist or she's, like, the most incredible person to ever live. That's all we're saying. The only sign language I learned was the case of the double birds. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. One yeah. of the theories is that... Uh... The government made up the story to uh -huh. make people think, like, wow, she can do that. I can do anything. Wow. I mean, to that, sort of raise the spirits of everyone. That wouldn't that surprise me entirely. Yeah. Theories. I don't know. Anyway. It's a shit job. <laughs> yeah, we, we just cracked the case. And so, uh. Yeah, yeah. like, we read this book on our middle school, yeah. not, not even thinking about, it. like, wow, it's a great story. She can do that. I can do anything. Yeah. And no one, no one even thinks about it. No one even thinks about it. You know, I didn't think that. You know, but well, I also didn't like read if, Helen if, Keller. I let it read it to if, me. Uh, if in you know, if I'm gone within the next day or two and you don't hear from me, it's because someone from the government came and uh, took me away. Yeah, well, they man. know where you're at. So That's true. They're, they're gonna know where you're at at least. Yeah. That is West Point, by the way. You know, the yeah. uh, the Army like Academy. Okay. Yeah. What's your point? That's where you're gonna be if someone's looking for to take one of us. Oh. Stun get stunner first. That's true. May as well. Anyway, next, I'll move on to my, I'll die on this hill. So mine is that, all right, we knew about Pearl Harbor before it happened. It's, it's a fact, actually. I mean, you're telling me that we have, like, the most advanced military in the world, right? And we're at Hawaii, right, where there's nothing around it, right? There's no reason for things, these massive, like, massive ships to just be traveling toward Hawaii. And you're telling me... All of a sudden, out of nowhere. Alright, that was uh, Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk for us, everybody. I didn't do the gargle at the end. The Dunkirk, actually, by my real father at Barstool Big Cat, Dunkirk was... 
Very accurate. Anyway, um, so yeah, all I'm saying is, right, your your one job on this island is to make sure that your ships don't get bombed. That's literally your one job, right? You have no other job here. So you're just spitting out memes. First it was the change my mind meme, and now it's the, what'd you just say? I don't even know what I just said. No, what did you just say? Tell me. What did I just say? You have, oh, you you have, have one, one job. job. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're, you're literally your only job is to protect these ships. And you're telling me that it takes like 21 days or something like that for the Japanese to get from their, their home island to Hawaii. And you couldn't find these massive aircraft carriers and battleships carrying all this equipment. You couldn't see them. I don't know about that one, Chief. That's all I'm saying. And uh, Now let's send it over to the uh, college history major. Oh. If, if we're really looking at it here, you, you're talking, so FDR before World War II, he's, uh-huh. he's here pledging that, oh no, you know, we're not going to get involved. America wants to be isolated. We want to be our own, uh-huh. you know, stay uh-huh. out of foreign yeah. affairs. Good old isol- let's get us, let's get us out of the depression. Yeah. You know, new deal this, new deal that. <laughs> All right. Now, you know, FDR is sitting there like this new deal barely works. There's only one way to get out of this and that's to get the economy going. What's so what's so what's he going to do? He cuts off oil and supplies to Japan, uh-huh. making Japan mad at us. Ah. So what does Japan do? Mm. What they did take... I just say? So Japan takes it out on us, you know, because we cut them off. Uh-huh. And then look at FDR has the perfect excuse. Oh, look at what they did to us. Now we have no choice but to go and get involved. Uh-huh. And then you get massive wartime production. Bam, economy goes up. Undefeated world wars, by the way. We get out of the depression. We're good yeah. to go. I mean, war is great for the economy. That's what it they is. say. It truly is. I so, mean, you know, as a wise philosopher, Charles Taronis once said, "Nothing better for the economy than a good war." <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, you got You just look at the facts. It's just true. Except for the one who's like getting blown. Up. It, it's good for the United States economy because we're not the ones getting all of our cities blown up. But you know, kind of bad for, like, Britain and Germany and all the ones who are, like, having people die at massive rates and whatnot. But other than that, I mean, for the United States, it, it's great for us. You know, get everyone back to work, get all the auto manufacturers out of the out of the basement, you the know. The heap. The heap and steam. And now they're all making trucks and Jeeps and planes and all this stuff. Humvees. Yeah. You know, we got Jeep out of the Second World War, so uh, you're welcome people for that one. Kids. Yeah, people are going to start making lots of babies afterward and you know, it was all just great for the economy. That's all yeah. I gotta say. And other countries got child labor, so who's really winning? Uh, I think we are. America's always winning. That's all I'm saying. And uh, so basically, yeah, my my entire theory is it took Japan like 20 days to get over here, and your only job at Hawaii is to make sure that your your ships don't get bombed. And what do they do? Oh, your ships got bombed. Well, you, it's I have a hard time believing that they they didn't know that these planes were coming. That's all I'm saying. All right. Anyway, that, that concludes my take on this. Uh, and now we're going to move on to the next segment uh, that Eli has in store for me. I'm not entirely sure what he's got in store, so it's a bit of a surprise. All right, for the next uh, segment we have, I this is out of the brainchild of moi. Um, we're going to go with this one called, uh, you know, Does Age Matter? Um, Eli, uh, I, I think I got, I got to talk to you. I, I don't think this was in the uh, show notes here. No, no, it was. It's just... Just follow along. We got. I, I'm that, you. But you can't just say "Does age matter?" on a, on 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 the radio. No, I think you just need to get your mind out of the gutter and just roll with it no, because, no, like, I'm, no, I'm telling you, it's good. It's I, good. I, I promise. All right, no. just like, like, okay, first, um, 
let's let's start with age. Uh, forty-one years old, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. okay. How much do you think he has left in the tank? Should should he be worrying about retirement? He's not having such a hot uh passing year as he normally I mean, does. The thing is, like Tom Brady's not doing horrible this year. He's doing okay. He's just not the Tom Brady we're used to, right? Don't like Tom Brady, but I uh, damn, he is a he is a stunner of a guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wait, what do you mean stunner? He 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 just he he's handsome. I I mean okay, sure. I thought we were gonna talk about his uh, football skills here. Oh wait, I, well I was thinking more of his age, but I'm just saying, like I don't like him. I mean, he's he's a good looking guy. Handsome individual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I wish, I, wish I looked more like him. You know, I okay. What do you think he rubs on his skin? Uh, his son's lips. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, for you that don't know, there's an infamous video of Tom Brady, like, kissing his young oh son, God, like, on the that. lips. Now, we're leaving it in. Yeah, that's staying in. No edits here. Anyway, for you that, that don't know, there's an infamous video that surfaced of Tom Brady, you know, uh-huh. kissing, kissing his son on the lips. Not, like, making out, okay? Just, okay. like, it was, it was literally just... No, no, you're not defending this video right now. This I'm is not defending wrong. it. I'm just Freeze. saying it for what it was. All I'm he saying, kissed he, his son lips. Okay, he broke the five. Sure. I'm not saying I agree with it because I wouldn't do it, but like right, he let, did let, it. Let me explain this right here. So, Dad hasn't was... kissed me since I was three. I just get knuckle touches. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. All right, Tom Brady. This first off, his kid's like twelve years old or something like that. Yeah. Right? All right. He, Tom Brady is laying on a massage chair table, right, shirtless, and um, you know, his son just comes in. Gives him a good old, like, five-second kiss on the lips. It, it was probably closer to three. Okay, still too long. I Definitely too long. Too long. But all I'm saying is... I thought you said this segment was not about little boy. Alright, now into something a little more uh, family-friendly, maybe. You know, just uh, leaving... The family matters out of it, of uh, Tom Brady. Anyway, so we're going to talk about uh, politicians and their age as far as running for president. Because right now, you have Donald Trump. He's at 72 years old. And on the Democratic side, as far as po- uh, possible candidates for 2020, you have Joe Biden, who will be 78 by the time the election rolls around, and Bernie Sanders, who will be 79 by the time the election rolls around. So, uh, I don't know. It just kind of calls into question, uh, you know, are these people who are... Really, at that point, at 79 years old, you are older than the average lifespan of an American. Um, should you really be assuming the most important office in the world, really? Um, what's your, how do you feel about this one, Eli? Um, here's how I really feel. Uh-huh. Uh, I might not agree with that Beto guy from uh, Texas. Uh-huh. He, what did he run for against Ted Cruz? Yeah. Um, but yeah. let me tell you, he's probably the most woke candidate. <laughs> And I think that's what we need more of. I think we need more, uh, you know, Gary people Johnson. who are up with the times. Oh, Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson, <laughs> definitely, definitely woke individual. Um, definitely into the news. What was this campaign? Quote. Campaign quote. Oh, well, I, I put Feel the Johnson on my yeah. on my bumper sticker. Uh, he also he also mocked that guy for having a heart attack. 
Yeah, that was hilarious. Gary Johnson's hilarious, okay? He, he fixed New he, Mexico, though. He might not know what Aleppo is, which is kind of important, but, you know, at the end of the day, Gary Johnson's just a cool he guy. He might not be able to name another world leader. The man, if, if <laughs> Like, you couldn't know, even say, like, yeah. Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong-un. You like, like, you could have said, like, any, well, not any European leader, but, like, a lot of them, right? You could have said, like, Angela Merkel from Germany, Ooh. right? What? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, point is... Gary Johnson, so if anyone didn't know, there was a video of him, there was like a debate about marijuana, and the, uh, the his opponent said that marijuana causes heart attacks, and after he said that, Gary Johnson just like acted it out and like grabbed his heart and fell on the ground, and it was just like pretending he had a heart attack on stage, and it was just hilarious, and so for, I forever love Gary Johnson for that. Anyway, All I'm to- saying is, I, I'd rather uh, see like... Even Obama, like he, he was he was woke. You know what I mean? Like he was young when he came in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And he was still young was even after eight time. years. I yeah, think, he's with it. That's what I mean. He's yeah, with the times. He I knows what's going on. I think it's difficult you have to find the balance between like uh not mature being, per se, not like being mature enough young. for politics. Yeah, like you have to have experience but also not be like an old fart yeah. either. So I think it's kind of finding that I would balance. Like, oh, like a one hundred and twenty year old, probably. Yeah, being alive during World War Two. That's uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think Bernie Sanders probably too old. Yeah. You think about it. He's kind of woke. He's. I mean, Bernie Sanders is pretty damn woke, but I mean, he's. He, yeah. By the time he's uh, assuming office, he's gonna yeah. need a, a diaper. About him dying. Yeah. I mean, JFK got shot. Like, <laughs> True. God damn. I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, the president could die at any time. You true, never know. But, but I, I don't know. I'm just worried about like mental capacity. You have to be able to sleep very little and uh, just kind of be moving all the time, traveling across the world. I don't know if you want, you know, an 83 year old being the one to do that. Um, but I, anyway, I think we agree here overall that like you want that mixture of young. I'm, I'm saying like into into know what's going I, on. I feel like I touch. feel like I feel like when you're touching your 70s, I feel like I mean, don't get me wrong. My I, I walked in the ki- my pop my pop's pretty woke. He's a little behind <laughs> the times, but like I walked in the kitchen yesterday at Christmas and like he hit the dab right in front of me, like dance move that is not a pen, but um like yeah like he knows what's going on. Yeah. They have an know. iPad in that house. They have Wi-Fi. I think the average age of I think they said I saw this on Twitter that the average age of a congressman is the highest it's ever been in this upcoming Congress. Which I don't know. That just seems kind of odd to me. I think it's like something something ridiculous. It's like sixty three years old. So you know, people are at the age that they should be retiring when they're in Congress, and uh, I, don't know, I think that's a problem. I think we need to put term limits on Congress, but uh, that's just me. I don't know. That's possibly another debate for another time. But uh, so in this case. Does age matter? I think it does when it comes to someone like Bernie Sanders, someone like Joe I'll, Biden. I'll agree with that. Too I'll old. agree with that. Uh, I, I just, I mean, you know, where's the siren aside. at? Where's the siren at? <laughs> Me and Stoner are agreeing with something. That's, We're on the same terms. That's, uh, that's big news. That's big news right there. Yeah. All right. So moving on from uh, this segment, we're going to move now to our trash can slash big baller of the year. Uh, usually it's of the week, but uh, we you know we haven't made a podcast in a year, so yeah. we're doing it. Uh, who's the biggest Actually, trash can in twenty? That's Actually, true. We have. That's true. It's been eleven months and like twenty days if we're, if we're counting it up. But uh, so we yeah, we're those, doing those Twitter bastards that are factually are, correct. Yeah, who we think our biggest trash can of the year is, and who we think our biggest baller of the year is, who really yeah. just owned twenty eighteen. 
All right, so we're going to go to Eli first. Eli, who is your trash can of 2018? Well, may hit a little hard on this one, but uh-huh. we're going to go with uh, the Catholic Church as a whole. Oh, all right. I mean, there's good people in the just, Catholic Church. Just, uh, you know, like one point. But I'm talking, about, okay. I'm talking about the bad people in it. Uh-huh. The people who, uh, you know, diddle, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, you and could... It, uh... I'm not going to explain diddling, but you could Urban Dictionary. I mean, yeah, and also, I would just like to point out that the... Uh... The Diocese of Allentown was, like, the biggest culprit, which is, you know, very disappointing. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, not, I have, I'm a Catholic. Eli's Catholic. Ty's Catholic. Debatable. You know, Steve's Catholic. I think John's Catholic. Bottle's Catholic. Sure, everyone in this room is Catholic. Wow. What Look at Catholic that. School? Look at this. All these white Catholics men in a room. Look at this diversity. All right, Bado, are you white? This is a debate. To an extent. Okay. Good enough. Good, Good enough for, for me. me. <laughs> Well, we'll say he's not white just for the sake of it. He can be. It's like he's our diversity. It's like on those college brochures when they make sure they put. I'm I'm native Alaskan. Yeah, you know, you got to make sure you have some diversity in there. So, bottom, we're gonna say he's Hispanic for the purpose of this podcast. Get some diversity in there. Anyway, so we're all Catholics here, and uh, we all, but we all agree. But uh, if you diddle small children, yeah, you are my trash can of the year. That's fair. You know, it's like Penn State. You know, I'm a Penn State fan. All right, I wasn't getting into that. But, uh, you know, they were the trash can of, like, 2011 or whatever, right? Not them as a whole. I mean, anybody Uh, that knew about it and covered it up uh, and did it, trash trash can. can. For roughly 25 years. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, the Catholic Church been a trash can over here for for counting all the uh, diddling that happened. That's going back to, like, the 40s and 50s. Yeah. uh, You know? Hey. Hey. You know, just we're just saying it's the Catholic Church. We're we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Very, you know? very disappointed in you, and we want to we want to see you get thought, better. Thought you were better than this. We want to see you improve and rise out of the ashes here. And uh, I still don't want to wake up for there. church. Rise out of the ashes. <laughs> Ash Wednesday. I get it. Let's see what you're doing. I like Ash Wednesday more. God bless it. That's just me, though. You know, we were having a nice, wholesome discussion here. So, anyway, Luke, what's your trash can of the year? All right, I, I guess so. You know, my trash can of the year goes out to Ariana Grande and her fan base. Wow. Uh, I know this is going to get some people riled up here, um, but when it comes down to it, Ariana Grande's music just isn't good. That's that's number one Thank right there. Next. I'm, I'm, I I like I liked it. You know, maybe not this year, but like I got some Ariana on okay. my phone. I mean, know? what was the song she did with Mac Miller? That was a good. One. Two of them actually. Yeah. Um One of them is called like uh, it's like the way like or my, whatever. Yeah, that one, and then uh, like a what's the other one called? Like my favorite part or something. I don't I like even them know. Both. You know, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I liked Ariana Grande back when she was Cat Valentine on uh, Victorious. That was a good, good show. Good stuff. Um, but uh, since then, you know, she's. I hate to say it, she's been a bit of a psycho whore, and uh, I think you could have phrased that a little better. I mean, sure, but uh, when it comes down to it, that's just how it is. You know, sometimes you All just right, gotta so say it as it is. Thank you, next, but uh, no, 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 my... no, I'm not done. I ain't done yet. <laughs> All right. Also, her fan base. Her fan base is cancer. I'm not saying. Oh my, oh my god. god. I'm I not... like hot cakes. Oh, I'm just saying. Ari- not every Ariana Grande fan, right? Yeah, because I'm an Ariana Grande fan. Sure, I yeah, I don't hate you. You're not, you're not a trash can. But what I'm talking, the ones I'm talking about are the ones who put like 
Ariana as her Twitter header. Her stands. And, and her, yeah, her stands that just defend every single little thing she does. You know, like, I put this out in a tweet you know, a couple weeks ago. I said, you know, everyone on Twitter is like, oh, they're so woke. Like, mental health. we got to take mental health more seriously. And I agree. But, you know, they come out and Pete Davidson puts out a tweet on, you know, a post on Instagram. And he's like, hey, um, I'm honestly thinking about killing myself. And he, that's basically what it was. He was just like a suicide threat on Instagram. And what did cry for help. What did Ariana Grande's fans do on Twitter? They said, oh, 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 you know, Pete Davidson clearly only did this. He clearly only said he was going to commit suicide to get back at Ariana. Clearly, that's, that's why he did it. Clearly, it's not because he's having mental health issues or anything like that. It's not because, you know, he lost his dad when he was younger and maybe that's still emotionally scarring him. You know, it's not it's none of that. It's because Ariana Grande is just so great that he just wants her, her back so bad that he's going to... Threatened to commit suicide on Instagram. And, like, I saw that tweet. And literally, like, 30,000 people retweeted it. And they were just like, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Obviously, Pete Davidson just a piece of shit for expressing his feelings on social media. You know? <sighs> Alright, now I'm done. I'm done, Eli. I'm done. So, thank you, next. But, my, uh, my big baller of the year. Shout out to Al Chapo's wife. I don't know what wife number he's on. But the last one, the most recent one that oh. testified in court, for any of you that don't know this, uh, his wife testified in his in his uh, hearing, um, and she basically said that she had no clue. She put on the greatest, like, fake, like, oh, my God, I had no clue. Like, what? Yeah, what? Really? You mean what? What, huh? No yeah. way. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, she put on the best, like, she literally came out and said, like, I had no clue he was involved in illegal activity. My 12-year-old sister, like, has heard the so the raps on El Chapo where they talk about, like, desert eagles and slinging coke and cut stuff. Come on. I mean, I mean, it's just, what can the, what can police do? What are they going to say, you know? If she says she didn't know, what I guess they have, they have to prove somehow that she was, like, involved in it somehow to get her, you know, charged with anything, so... I mean, if they can't even charge El Chapo himself, how are they going to charge his wife? That's I my question. I don't believe her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. He just has the money to afford a tiger in his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he just, like, pays her to just, like, sit in the house all day and doesn't let her leave. And it's just like, you know what? Just stay here. Don't ask any questions. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Takashi 69 could be on this list somewhere. Yeah. I actually, um, I don't know. Where where do you throw him in? Because, like, obviously there's the bad, but I, I see the good in it, too. What, wait, what? I'm optimistic about he, he it. He killed people. But he's no, provided no, some of the... He, he, well, okay. He's, he's, he's <laughs> affiliated with people who've, who've been killed. Anyway, he may have said, hey, please Trey kill way. this person for me. Treyway? Anyway. So, um, like, I don't know. Did Hitler directly kill anyone? No. I don't know. Maybe. Himself. Did he kill anyone who went by with his own hands? Debatable about that, Steve. <laughs> he went to Argentina. I've been reading up on it. Anyway, Takashi Six Nine is also he's also um, provided some of the best bangers this year. Um, so are you are you sure about that? I'm 125 percent sure of that. Okay. Most uh, popular, I would say best. Yeah. I, you... Oh no, most most like. A... What was I just listening to? What's that one with what's the one with A Boogie? It's like Waka and in the middle of it all I hear is Give me the boom! Give me some room so I can shoot! Boom!
boom, and I love that. Like I, I point at the, I'm driving in the car. I'm yeah, pointing well, at the gun window. Give me, yeah, give and people are driving by me. I'm just, I'm at the red light by Sinoco. Yeah, people give, are looking me, at me. I'm just like, pa pa pa. Yeah. Give me, give me some room so I could shoot. Except like actually, except you know, like murder people. I. But how do you know that he, he did not it? actually kill people? That's yeah. That's that's yeah. That's like saying Hitler yeah. killed people. Okay. He well, did. He did. Yeah. Did he directly though? He's still a scumbag. He's Maybe. still gonna go to prison. Hitler. Uh, well, he's dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm talking about... Uh, uh, is he, though? 6 9 Hitler, I mean, Hitler has to be dead. That's true. He's got to be dead at this point. Yeah. He's gotta, he would have been like 120 or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. I'm just saying, like, let's... let's. I mean, if, if OJ is walking the streets, I think we can cut, <laughs> oh, like, one thirty-second of credit to... Six nine for producing some songs. Oh, I mean, okay, sure. Let, yep, just make a make a couple good songs and you can get away with murder. Go that's, ahead. that's all you got to do. I, I, okay, but like, uh, okay, maybe I'm not the most factually correct, but I'm sure Tupac, you know, was involved. You know, well, yeah, that's why he got capped. But exactly. But there's still people out here who appraise Tupac to this day. Yeah, I mean, I get your point. I'm I, just saying, I like, he, he's been involved in some. Good songs this year. I mean, R. Kelly. Is he a scumbag? Like, yes. Didn't he, like, piss on yes. girls? And, girl. and now yeah. he's going on tour. So, I mean, hey. You, you know. And I'm, all I'm saying is. get away like, with stuff sometimes. Yeah. OJ. Yeah. He didn't do nothing. He didn't no, do nothing he, didn't, he didn't Not do a thing. anything. He had yeah. some little kidnapping. Anyway, finally. Don't fit. You must have quit. Moving on to my big baller of the year. This one might be a little controversial. Uh, I'm going with Kanye West. And I don't mean this and everything he said was correct. I just mean the man played the media better than possibly anyone in my lifetime. Except for maybe Donald Trump. But the man, he was basically just... The way he captured the entire media's attention for the entire year was just incredible. Like, I don't know if he actually agrees with Donald Trump on stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It, you just never Listen, know what's going on. all I'm saying was. is, okay, if... if, if Trump is what people are talking about, and and Kanye needs to sell some Yeezys. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's associated with Trump. That's what I'm saying. Good for him. You know, some of his takes are a little out there. Yeah, I mean for sure, you know. But it's like coming out and saying Drake's basically threatened to murder his per- family. That's per- personally, okay. I loved. Uh, yeah, I loved being on Twitter at like 1.30 in the morning and just watching Kanye like blast off tweets. Yeah, it was it was fun. It put me to sleep. I went to sleep on a good note that night. He also yeah. released that song "Lift Yourself" or whatever. That was <laughs> definitely a win. Scoop. Definitely a win. Is it? You know? Is it true? I heard that basically Kanye did that because uh, he didn't want Drake to be able to use the beat. Yeah, it's, it was just a straight troll. Yeah, he was just like trolling the shit out of Drake. Like, that's just a big baller move. Is just taking this beat and not doing anything on top of it besides "Poop Diddy Scoop," "Whoop Diddy Poop Scoop." That's it for for like thirty seconds. That's the only thing. But now Drake can't use the beat because everyone's gonna be like, "You literally stole the the beat from Kanye's poop song." So you know that's just a big baller move. He just said Drake to told Drake to. Yeah. Personally, I just like I just sit. I don't take him seriously. I he, just sit there and I just laugh. He just you know he helped expose that, that Drake is hiding a I, child. Like I that's think big. I think if the world did more act it like me a little bit on this sense, I think the world would be a better place if everybody could just if if it's not a serious threat. Just sit back and laugh, man. Like you, we all know we're right. Yeah. At the end of the day. That's true. Why, why you gotta go on class, CNN and we're right? Yell about Kanye for ten minutes. It's really not that big of a deal. Just chill out, enjoy his music because it's still pretty good. Yeah, and enjoy uh, it while it lasts. It's yeah. not gonna last forever. All right. Well, man. I think that uh, wraps it up. Basically, you know, Kanye's a big baller because 
he just captured the entire country's attention for not the entire year. Ball, not as big as a big baller as um, Al Chapa's wife, though. All right. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. All right, so for this segment, um, it's, it's, we're going to title it Story Time, basically. So as uh, I'm sure most of you listening to this podcast know, uh, I am now attending the United States Military Academy. Right? Really? Really. Are you? When you? Like West Point? Yeah. When, when did you get there? A couple months ago. Really? I just thought you were taking like a like your own version of Lake Sweet for a couple months. Oh, Camp okay. Cadet. Camp Cadet. Camp Cadet. Yeah. Like. Anyway, um, so, you know, you show up in July, July 2nd, I believe it was, right? And you do six weeks of like uh, basic training, you know, army training and stuff like that. And so you're uh, basically you're treated like a animal for six weeks. And, you know, there's there's it's a good experience, though. You know, you learn a lot. Um, some of it's kind of fun. You know, you get to shoot a lot of guns that most people would never get to shoot in their lifetime. You know, you have like machine guns, grenade launchers, rocket launchers, that kind of stuff. So that's a good time. Good to throw some grenades. Um, you know, you get to do a lot of cool stuff. I enjoy like land navigation. You like, you, you're using your good old map and compass like you would in the olden days. Um, so it's a good time. However, some of it was uh, not a good time. And, uh, you know, that's not necessarily controversial to say. I think Anyone who's ever gone to West Point or within West Point right now would say, "I think you're supposed a lot to." Base training. I think you're fun. supposed to sit with a straight face and say you enjoyed every moment of it, and then spit out the most robotic laugh you can. Uh, that sounds like some army propaganda to me. I'm not. I'm not in the business just, of that. I'm, I'm not either. I'm just saying what I've what I've watched. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway, so I'm just basically gonna recall some things that happened during my basic training, and uh, you know, I think they're pretty pretty funny. So the first one here, I had a uh, squad leader right within my platoon, and uh, we're not gonna name him, or uh, you know, we'll name for the purpose of the segment, we'll name him Sergeant Messina. And uh, so Sergeant Messina, uh, he was a very interesting character. Uh, how how big was his uh, you know, piece? What? How big was it? Why is that important? I don't. Cause uh. I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm sure you, you know, showered with him. I mean, maybe, but uh, I'm not going to disclose this information over uh, the podcast. I don't need to be discussing the length. Of... Okay, I'm just saying because like rumor has it, like that whole Apple Apple measurements thing. There's a rumor floating around about it. So uh, I'm just wondering if there's any. I'm not going to. I don't know. I, I didn't it, have but... I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't whip out the Apple measurement. Well, I'm, app. I'm just saying, like hypothetically, can you put a about? Measurement no, to it? No, I can't. Okay. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. All right. Thanks. Anyway, so this is Sergeant Messina. Uh, he's, a, he's an interesting character. He's a... Uh, may have been in some... Uh, what they call it? Blackwater, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or dark, dark what is water. It? I don't know. Dark, dark water? It's dark water? It's dark water. Sure. Yeah. Um, so dark water, the... Uh, basically, it's, you know, like soldiers for hire kind of deal, like mercenaries... Or is it Blackwater? I swear it's, it's Blackwater. Blackwater. It's Blackwater. Yeah. It's not a, It's not either of them anymore. It's actually called like Academia now. They yeah. were bought out. It's Blackwater. It was Blackwater. Anyway, point is, they're basically, uh, you join this, it's a company, private contractor, um, that sells their, that trains up their own military personnel and sends them to other countries that don't have enough military personnel within their own ranks. And so they, uh, they fill them out for them. But anyway, um, if, 
this uh so Blackwater is a very you know hard basically if you're going into this you're going into a killing force you're not you know going into here to uh negotiate the peace so this guy very interesting guy nice guy though love him but he was very hard on us at some points so uh you have this uh sergeant messina right and uh I'm hypothetically just, hypothetically sorry, sergeant messina. and uh so i'm just trying to think one of the first days we were there we were doing the land nav course and it was pouring rain and this one kid uh he forgot his wet weather top right so he's just getting rained on and sergeant messina being an awesome guy says all right you know i'll give you my wet weather top but it was just the way he said it he said uh for this for this purpose of this i'm gonna name this person uh private guzik right he said private guzik here is my wet weather top it is mine if you lose it you are mine and, you know, he just had constant <laughs> lines like that. He just dropped them. And he didn't have to think about it. It was just amazing. He just dropped them on us all the time. You know, he's, we were walking out of the mess hall the one day. And he just leans over to me and he goes, You know, Private Stoner, if I was in charge of this place, you wouldn't do push-ups for punishment. I'd just stab you in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, you know, do you, Private Stoner, do you think if I could just stab you in the if I just stabbed you in the leg, do you think you'd ever mess up again? So, you know, that's that's a good point. I probably would never mess up again if I got stabbed in the leg yeah. every time I messed yeah, up. Yeah, if you hit an artery, you'd never even talk again or yeah. breathe again. Yeah. And, you know, so he's just, you know, a real funny guy. Um, you know, he's terrifying. Looking back on it is funny. But, you know, also a terrifying guy. Um, and so, yeah, he was very interesting. Um, trying to think of other things he said. Cause he, oh, he said, uh, for, for whatever reason... Um, he just made everything a rock, right? So if we, we had to carry around this handbook, right? And you hold it out in front of you with your left hand, got to have your arm completely extended at eye level. And you're reading this like new cadet handbook of information, right? And, uh, he said he carried around this massive, like boulder. It's like 15 pounds, at least like 20 pounds. And he just carried it around and just walked around and waited for people to put their, their arm down and let their, let their arms sag a little bit. And he was just staring at people. And he just said, if you put your arm... And he's also, he's like from Arkansas. And so his voice is just... Arkansas, you mean. Arkansas, correct. Yeah, and so he's just walking around. If you let your arm down, I will give you a new handbook. And it will be a rock. And he just follows <laughs> you around. You just never know. You never know when he's going to be there. Um, and uh, so, for, you know, when we're standing in line, you have to be staring at the... Uh, back of the head of the person in front of you, right? And at one point, I guess I was staring at someone's neck instead of their head, and he walks up to me, Private Stoner, is there something attractive about this person's neck in front of you? Do you find it interesting? Is, is there a zit on his neck that you are looking at, Private Stoner? And it's just stuff like that, you know? And in the moment, you're terrified. But looking back on it, you know, it's a pretty good time. What were you looking at? I don't know. I was looking at nothing. I was just brainwashed at that point. So, <laughs> welcome uh, to the military. Yeah. Uh, the story. What they brainwash you? Yeah, that's true. Story over. <laughs> <laughs> um, other one. So not not involving this uh, Sergeant Messina. Just fun facts that we did. You know. Um, so for whatever reason, rather than just having us leave our M4s, which is our rifles, you know these uh, automatic assault rifles. Rather than having them like lock them up or, uh, you know, put them in a central area where someone could watch them, they decided that we were gonna. 
they were going to make us carry our rifles to the shower with us, and that we were going to, you know, have them next to us as we shower. And that was just a so, so you had a rifle, I had a pistol on you then? Yeah. Yeah, correct. Right, and we're just going to leave that there if anybody yeah. picks up on that. Were the rifles loaded? No. No, but his pistol was after he was done. Yeah. Um, so, just, you know, random stuff like that, where it's just like you do things where you're just kind of like, you know, why you have to do that? It's also like, so if you, you couldn't go outside or like you couldn't go anywhere by yourself, you couldn't go to the bathroom by yourself, you couldn't do anything, I mean, you could go in the stall by yourself, but you had to go to the bathroom with somebody else. And, uh, if you ever went somewhere on your own, they, uh, theoretically shot you and, uh, that you had to lay there until someone would come up with a tourniquet and wrap it around your leg and carry you off, uh, like soldier carry style. And so, you know, some stuff like that is just kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Um, also, so we had to do these things called patrol bases, basically where you have to stay up all night. You only get like two or three hours of sleep. And so it's a little bit difficult to uh, stay awake. And uh, this Sergeant Messina said he would come up behind you. If he found you sleeping, he would come up behind you with his knife and notionally slit your throat. And, uh, him, you know, I, I never fell asleep, so I never had to go through it, but some people notionally had their throat slit in their sleep. Um, and uh, so I can't imagine anything scarier than this man being in your face with a knife when you wake up. Uh, so, yeah, you know, some stuff, you're just really uh, getting you ready for the military. Uh, any any questions, Hila? Any Anything to interject? No. No, no I'll, I'll, I'll I make feel like I've heard this. I feel like I've heard this before. Yeah, but Luke, we had anything to say. Did you have any slip-ups? Slip-ups? Like you messed up in any of your drills or daily routines? Um, you know, I well, did. Well, his first mess up was just having the last name Stoner. That's true. Yeah, you know, people enjoyed that a lot. You know, I, I, one of the grenade range ranges, they uh, there was someone else there named Blunt, and they made us stand next to each other, and uh, they got pictures of Why our Why is that? Hats. I don't know. You know, Stoner and Blunt? Interesting. What's that mean, Stoner? I, I don't know. Does, does it mean anything to you? No. No? I, I don't know. I was just told to. I did what I was told. You okay. know? It's fair enough to me. Um, anyway, back to, you know, talking about slip-ups anytime I messed up. I mean, I definitely messed up a lot. Um, you know, I'm just trying to think of punishments that we did. Oh, you know, like funny one. Obviously, you know, we did a lot of push-ups, did a lot of sit-ups, that kind of stuff. That's not very entertaining, though. Um... Honestly, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that I thought was particularly uh, funny. Um, the only thing I can think of, this uh, particular Sergeant Messina here, uh, he gave he was the one that decided to cut all our hair. Uh, he was the one that gave us a <laughs> barracks cut, he, as they say. Did he get a good laugh when they shaved your head? Oh, they had a great time. <laughs> and uh, he's, he just finished, every time he'd finish somebody, you know, he finished shaving their hair off, he'd just say, God, you are so ugly. Get out of my face. <laughs> uh, and another funny one. So um, when you're at the beginning of Beast, you're just like in West Point, like campus, you know, you're on, you're in a room, just like two or three people, like any other college life. Um, but eventually you go out to what's called Camp Buckner for two weeks. And that's where you do like your field training. And for that, you're in like the uh, a bay as it would be, you know, like a picture, like full metal jacket. Everyone's just kind of in bunks and everything like that. And uh, he said, this uh, Sergeant Messina said, I he said, uh, what was it? He said, quote, if any of you wake me up, I swear to God, the next night I will fill a pillow with rocks and suffocate you with them. That's what he said. I'm just saying, you know, he, didn't, he never really meant it. But just the threat of like, 
Wow, I better not wake uh, Sergeant Messina up here. Man, there's no way this this Sergeant Messina is related to Steve Messina. No, no way. He's just the nicest guy. Yeah. Never heard him talk bad no. about anybody like that. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, me. <laughs> no. Well, thanks for sharing, Stoner. Yep, it was a good story. Time I think you've just deterred some people from going to the military. But... Oh, no, it's great. Go ahead, please. No, I'm... I'm, I'm... You don't want to join the military? Uh... Well, we'll are, see are how not? this we'll see how this semester goes. And then, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't start off so hot, so uh, that might be the option. It's always an option. We'll see how this semester you know. goes, and I'll let you know. I'll well, get if, back. If, if, if Yinling's not hiring, <laughs> we're screwed. <laughs> the army's always hiring. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, you know, it's true. I mean, it's true. It is yeah. true. They'll take anybody. Yeah. Uh, well, to, an yeah. to an extent. Yeah. All right. Anyway. You won't take me. I'm asthmatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ty's asthmatic. <laughs> All right. Now, moving on to our final segment of the day. This is going to be a sports segment. So yeah. So if you just don't like sports, just just hang it up now. That's fine. Yeah. You know, we got. We gave you a solid hour. Uh, I don't think. I think it's uh, all people. Yeah. Could you ask know what for. they call me the uh, sixty minute man. That's pretty good. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks for joining us. And anyway. if you're going to stick around, well, I mean, we, like we are bringing around. in the master of sports analysm, <laughs> the man work? of the hour, the man with all the power <coughs> when it comes to Philadelphia sports. Analysm is not a word. Analysm is a word. Alright, whatever. Bring, Fuck you, Ty. Bring a special guest in. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> what a, I just gave him a great intro. Like, did I not? Like, he used a made-up word. And it, guess what? Now that's your word, you can have it. I've just given it to you. Anyway. We're branded out here, point, dog. The point is, Ty Dalbert's here. He's yeah. going to talk about sports. Never right. mind. Fuck him. Turn off this shit. <laughs> no, please. Please stay here. Hey, this is Luke in the editing room. Just uh, wanted to make sure that everyone who listened to this point got properly thanked for getting to this point we greatly appreciate you listening to the podcast um hopefully we'll have another one out before i go back up to college uh, we'll, we'll try to make it work we'll see what happens um but if not thank you for listening we appreciate all your support on twitter get out there retweet it like it do what you need to do get to spread the word about hot mics cold takes and uh once again thank you for listening and hopefully we'll see you next week but of course, for all of my sports fans out there, we have a great 25 or so minute segment here covering the NBA, the NFL, college, and uh, MLB free agency with Ty Daubert, who is actually um, basically a professional writer now for a website talking about the Phillies. So follow him on Twitter if you're a Phillies fan for sure. It's good to follow for all the latest news and updates. Um, anyway, let's get right into the sports segment for this episode. We're going to kick it off. We're going to talk about the NFL huh. first. I get it. Kick yeah, it off. Kick it NFL. Off. Ah, round of applause. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. He'll be here all week. Uh, I think to the fifth, actually, Maybe. until he goes back to West Point. All right. You didn't have to tell people Can that. Go to Iraq. <laughs> Chirac. Anyway. Uh, I'd rather go to Iraq and Chirac. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Not enough of that. Uh, now moving on to the NFL. So we're going to discuss today 
um, who we want to be NFL MVP and who we think should be rookie of the year. Um, so first we're going to turn it off to our analysts. Ty Dauber, what do you, what do you think about this? Yeah. Spit some analysm on us. <laughs> the MVP should be Nick Foles. Um, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of homerism, I know. <laughs> but if Nick Foles can lead the Eagles, who are, not going to lie, pretty pathetic before he jumped in before the Rams game, if he can lead them to the playoffs, I think he has a decent case, even though he only played like five games. Well, you'd have to chop the assist to uh, dealing with getting in the playoffs at this point if they beat the Redskins and the Bears beat the Vikings. You know, big so, game, uh, Kirk Cousins. You like that? Go Bears. He's absolutely. He's bad. He's, he's, bad. <laughs> he's actually, actually, little, little known fact, I mean, I'm sure you know it because you're like a wizard. Kirk Cousins is the first quarterback to get every penny of his contract guaranteed. Wow. Guaranteed money's been around for a long time. But actually, his, his contract, every penny that they cut him today, they owe, if nobody signs him, they owe him every penny of that contract, which is, which is pathetic con- considering that he's against like 500 teams. He's like one and eight this year. You know, you can't win <laughs> With a good team. With a good support and cash. You can't win them all. But anyway, um, you know. All right, so the MVP is not Nick Foles. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, though. So what? What we, who we say is between you go and you got. I think at this point, realistically, it's only I. I'd have to say Mahomes and Breeze. Is anybody? I think Breeze. Took Philip himself, Rivers. I think Breeze took himself. Oh, Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah we'll Phillip throw him Rivers. in there. I. I feel that. See, I. I. I don't mind Philip Rivers. I don't hate him. I don't like him. Hold on. My non-joke MVP is probably Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I think I agree. Um. I, you know. I, I. I just feel like he. Philip Rivers, if he had a. I mean, I'm sure out in California, like the media is great, but like you don't hear about them over here. I didn't, I didn't know how good of a season they were having. Honestly, I knew they were winning games, but I didn't know they were, you know, the team they were until really they beat the Rams. Like that was that was it for me. L A doesn't care about the Chargers. Yeah, no. I, I, I and I don't get it because they're so good this year. Any team they put in a soccer stadium, they don't care about. Yeah. That's but also true. All I'm saying is the Chargers. Should I feel not like the Chargers should Angeles. not be in Los Angeles a- anyway. All I feel is, if Philip Rivers had the hype behind him at the beginning of the season that that like a Drew Brees or a Patrick Mahomes had, I feel like he'd be the MVP undisputed right now. I mean, I don't know. I think it's just a matter of a lot of times, you know, these people, frankly, people who vote on MVP sometimes don't actually know much about football. Yeah, and they come True. down and they look True. at they look at the numbers, and Pat Mahomes has the numbers. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm not saying numbers don't matter; they do. Yeah, it's a, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good indicator of how well you're doing. But um, I think I just think I, I also. But here's where I'm gonna catch some slack. Uh, I think I think uh, it's almost a case of like uh, boxing with like Muhammad Ali. Did Muhammad Ali make that title, or did that title make Muhammad Ali? I think did 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 the Chargers' offense or not the Chargers the um the Chiefs' offense this year? Did they make Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, he's had some incredible throws, like some athletic throws. But realistically, if if I if I if I'm that athletic and I grew up like playing shortstop and stuff, I mean his dad was a major league baseball player, was a pitcher for like eight years in major leagues. If I if I played like baseball, you know, and I but I and I had his athleticism, and I was as good as him. I'd hope I'd be able to make those throws with him, okay. like him. I think I think maybe something we should. I like when people do this this uh, kind of way of thinking about things. Is let's just say you take an average quarterback, swap you, them out. Yeah, you say you know you say you put in put in an Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, well, obviously, I mean, Alex, Alex Smith was on there. All right, so let's just do Alex Smith. <laughs> I mean, that's not a good one. Also, he doesn't have a leg anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's there. Trubisky is dead average. Yeah, yeah. Trubisky yeah. is as average as you could get as a quarterback. All right, in the so NFL you put, right Mitch, put Mitch Trubisky on the Chiefs. How much worse <clears throat> do they get? How much worse? Yeah. I don't think that much. All right, put him on the Chargers. How much worse are they? Uh, Honestly, I think the only argument for Drew Brees is you say he had a put, couple duds. Put put uh, Mitch, well yeah, he has the uh, well sorry Cowboys against what was that? What was yeah he has the the argument against Drew Brees is he did have a couple games where he yeah. just didn't show up, but I think the argument for Drew Brees is put he Mitch commands Trubis, that yeah, he put, commands put that Mitch he, I feel like Saints. he's the only guy out of those three that yeah he is their offense yeah you put it Mitch revolves around some him. weapons though he oh he does. Yeah. he does absolutely does absolutely does but I feel like that but. But I feel like he commands that offense. It's I think just that's, a vibe I think I think that's the case him. for Philip Rivers. Is he has the least? He has the least weapons out of everybody. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, I mean, they, they had some. They had yeah, some. They had like, some young stars this year. Like that guys that yeah, Austin guys that Eckler, guys Eckler. popped up out of nowhere. But I guess like, like you said, is it but, a matter of Philip Rivers got Antonio Gates running his fifty-year-old ass down Anyway, do you do you have the cheetah? You know, the arguably the fastest man in the NFL, Sammy Watkins, who. He's a good. Yeah, receiver, where where the hell did he come from? Tra- Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is probably the probably top three tight end in the NFL. Yeah, here's what I have to say about that. I don't think you can penalize someone in the MVP race because they because, have good teammates. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. because but, part of, yeah part of it is you play better when you have good teammates, but your teammates play better when you're a good quarterback. Absolutely, I, yeah. the Tom I Brady theory. I mean, Tom yeah. Brady makes receivers. Kareem Hunt's <coughs> an minus Randy kicker. Moss. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> oh, Actually, boy. I'd say he's a pretty lackluster kicker, to be honest. <laughs> I'd probably cut him if he's my kicker. But anyway, he was pretty good at Moving on back. to the rookie of the year discussion. Uh, who are we feeling? I mean, basically, so what? I'll throw out some candidates. You got Baker. Baker. You got Saquon. Uh, sleeper. Lindsey. Yeah. At Bronco. Is offensive and defensive? Or we you want to do both? Wait, let's, let's go offensive for now. Offense for now. Honestly, it's going to be Saquon Barkley. I think it's it's between Saquon I, and Baker to I, me. I like Saquon. Uh, I shouldn't because I'm an Eagles fan, but I really, I really should, and I wasn't a Penn State fan. He's fun to watch. So I, he's awesome to watch. Awesome I just, watch. I, I don't know. I feel like has a bowling ball. Ba- Baker Mayfield is my offensive. I agree. MV, MV and honestly, this is coming from someone who loves Saquon. Somebody, uh, you know, who watched him a lot in college. I just think you look at. What they did for their teams. Yeah. Baker Mayfield made the Browns from a zero win team to possibly an eight win. I mean, win just team. look, when they had a competent coach and not that Marvin Lewis knockoff, <laughs> they, they look at what they did. They went like, they, they won four games out of six for a team that just lost how many in a row. Yeah. And, but uh, also, a running back isn't going to be able to impact. A game that's the way a quarterback is. True. Uh, I I, I also think people shot Saquon a little too high too for how bad the Giants' offensive line is. Every time he had some great runs. They're talking about what what record he could break next as a rookie. You got to take that in consideration. Yeah. What records Mm -hmm. is is Baker chasing as a rookie? I think that's true. I think when you look at Baker, any games in Cleveland, a record in itself. Yeah. Absolutely. No matter who wins, it'll be a good pick. Yeah. I think it's there were, there were a lot I'm of just saying, Baker's my pick. Yeah, Philip Lindsay is going to steal I, some I, votes. Oh my god! Yeah. He, oh absolutely. my god! I think he's got. I think he's going to steal votes away from Saquon more than he's going to steal votes from Baker <laughs> because of the fact that they're, that they're, they're both, both running backs, backs yeah, and, and, and they both have they both ha- yeah. they both had shitty offensive lines. 
<laughs> My theory is Baker's going to win just because he revamped the Browns. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. how much money the NFL made. Like, absolutely. They and, and, and when was the last time, honestly, a first overall pick like kind of lived up to the hype? Yeah. Off there's, the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, there's Miles been... There, sorry, yeah, Miles yeah, Garrett. Miles Garrett was pretty good. To be fair, a couple of the last, like, first-round picks... Wasn't a... Yeah, been, but it wasn't yeah. exactly... He wasn't exactly a... Uh, Miles Garrett wasn't exactly a... Yes. He wasn't exactly like a... Ryan Leaf. He can't control that offense, you know what I mean? Mark Elfels. Jamarcus Russell. We are talking about football. Oh, are we? Not... We'll get into Allen Iverson Jr. later. All right. Defensive, honestly, I don't know a whole lot about... Honest, like what the race is for um, defensive rookies of the year. Derwin James. Derwin it has James. to be Derwin it's, James. No, 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 Darius Leonard. No. Or Darius. Be, that's a big to, Pro Bowl snub there. It, it has to be Darius Leonard. I Derwin don't James, know. Derwin James is Derwin making James play, but made Der- plays. But Darius Leonard, he's, he has to be on over on pace for at least over 150 tackles. He had he one. He had one he had, I think he had 130 two weeks ago. Like it's it's ridiculous what he's doing, and he I think he has a couple picks too, a couple sacks. So I'm just gonna not a rookie, but I'm just giving a shout out to Jalen Smith. All right, absolutely. absolutely. And if we're gonna talk Cowboys, I'm I'm a hardcore Eagles fan. Yep, I'm a hardcore Eagles fan. That's gonna tell you, Vanderish. He might be in this conversation if if Sean Lee wasn't on that team. Exactly, Dutchman. Yeah, if only Sean Lee was healthy, he'd just be Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. (laughs) They they honestly they should have tried. They say that every year. No, (laughs) honestly they should have tried to trade Sean Lee before the year started. But Darius Leonard had 155 tackles. Holy shit! Seven sacks and one interception. He didn't make a Pro Bowl. Nope. What the fuck? That's why the fans shouldn't vote. And that is as a middle linebacker. Ow. All right. Yeah, well, that's pretty impressive. Who um, watches the Pro Bowl anyway? That's Honestly, true. I don't. Right. I, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked yeah, it. I kind of liked it when they made like a like Jerry Rice pick a team against someone that was, <laughs> yeah. that was against Dion. That was that was actually kind of entertaining. Cool. All right, now Nick moving Foles on. In that, moving on from the, the NFL, we're going to move into NBA. With our first question being, should the Warriors be legitimately worried about another title this season? Should do they? Do we think the Warriors are? I don't think they're worried, worried. but I think they should be. I think they should be no more worried than they were last year about the Rockets. I think they were moderately worried about the Rockets last year. Mm-hmm. And they I give them about the I, same chance he, to here, lose this Here you year. go. Here's my bet. They're just cruising through the regular season. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. here's, yeah. here's my bet. They're going to self-implode in this postseason. I mean, all right. Here's the, here's the thing. I'm They're going to cost themselves. <coughs> if they, if they all, you know, play Boogie, the way they Boogie can. Cousins is a locker room cancer. That's I, I don't even think Boogie's the problem. I think Draymond's more of a hawker cancer. I, well, that's the thing. You put together a guy like Boogie, a guy like Draymond, and honestly, Kevin Durant, too. Kevin, Kevin Durant's Durant. just on a free agency tour right yeah, now. Yeah, Kevin Durant is yeah. on a free agency. That's that's true. And so I think you just have a lot of conflicting interests. I mean, Draymond's coming up. Clay's coming up for a free agency contract. There's just a lot of other interests within the Warriors this year. Now, maybe maybe they'll get it together in the you know, once they get to the playoffs, and they probably will. But um, I think, actually, too, the problem is, if the Rockets were as good this year as they were last year, I think maybe the Warriors should be more worried. Well, you know what? I think not. LeBron's always an issue. You got it. Carmelo's not Carmelo's dumbass. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not because he's not playing. It's <laughs> not because he's, he's not playing. It's because he sucks. He's, he's a he's he's literally a curse. No, the Rockets are bad because. They let guys like Trevor Ariza walk, yeah, they and they're like, oh, we'll replace him with Michael Carter-Williams. That's why they are bad. It is not Carmelo's fault. Yeah, I think yeah. the Warriors should be worried about the Nuggets. 
No doubt in my mind. All right, so for our dumbest take of the day, we'll let Steve talk about the Nuggets. Go ahead. Nuggets are a good basketball team. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who's the Nuggets starting five? What? Who's the Nuggets starting five? I don't know any of them. I didn't mean they're not good. I just mentioned. I want to hear Steve talk about Jamal. Jamal. Uh, does Paul Millsap start? Yeah, Paul he's Millsap. nice. <laughs> Gary Harris. Dude, you bring Carmelo back, it's a ring guarantee. All right, wait. Oh, yeah, you might as well bring <laughs> Alan <laughs> Iverson back, too. Right, I'm, just gonna I'm just going to point this out. Maybe. Now, this would be insane. I don't. Obviously, probably not going to happen. But If you, if you say the Nuggets win here, Stunner, I'm walking No, out. no, no. I'm saying is people Super forget are good. Isaiah Thomas is on this team. If he could come back and be 80% of what he was in what Boston, he, used to be, yeah. he could be could a be fucking stud for for uh, an already good Denver team. On the second team. Yeah, no, the second team. destroy yeah. people on the second yeah, team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so it could, could be a very interesting team to watch in Denver. You know, they're a good team. Probably not going to beat the Warriors. But um, honestly, as a Celtics yeah. fan, I'm well, very worried about the Raptors. Some, if we're going to throw out some ifs here, Stoner, uh-huh. if, if somebody in the, the front court <coughs> of the Sixers would make a fucking three, not name J.J. Redick, they'd be good. They're, that's They're the still good. Court, man. Long, yeah. Guards are the back court. What did I say? <laughs> front court. The longest jump anyway, shot of his matter. career. Yeah. 22 feet. <laughs> doesn't matter. The back court's good, too, because jo- every once in a while, Joel will pull no, up and Joel's say, hold my dick. Court. That's anyway. what I said. No, you said the back court. Anyway, not the what point. the fuck? <laughs> anyway, 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 um, yeah. So, should the Warriors be worried? I think they should be worried about keeping their team together. I don't think they should be worried as far as this regular well, season. Well, I mean, it Steve really Kerr literally matter. came out and said that they're not going to be able to resign. I think the he, Raptors he, are a threat. This he year. said uh, the Raptors they're are good. Very big Steve Kerr said they're not going to be able to resign Boogie most of the time too. Yeah, I think the 76ers are a few role players away of being yeah. a contender. They they have one their of the best top. They have one of the best top threes Ass. in the league, but their bench is god awful. It's dumpster TJ juice. McConnell. I'm I'm I the, used to love TJ. TJ, but I'm seeing a little perfo- bit too much the, of him. <laughs> <laughs> the personification of the process. Too many too many minutes for TJ. He's just I think it's not that good to be the issue, second one point of the issues guard. with the Celtics. I mean, with the Celtics. I mean, the issue, Celtics have issues too. One of the issues with the Sixers right now, um, both offensively and defensively. So obviously Ben Simmons is an incredible player. I don't. I think the Sixers need <coughs> a legitimate like guard other than JJ Redick to put in that lineup. Um, ben Simmons is great as a passer in transition and stuff like that. But when it comes down to it, you need another guard in that lineup who can shoot and defend. Because what the Celtics were doing all night on offense was just picking on JJ Redick, and all all night what they were doing on defense was just letting Ben Simmons stand out there and just clogging the lane, making things difficult for Joel Embiid. Obviously, Joel still scored like 34 points. And cheating them, Celtics. Oh, uh, yeah. All righty. Whatever you say there, but Yeah. It's fine. Did you just call me a butt? The Celtics have have uh, regressed a little bit in the fact that... Because Kyrie's back in the lineup. Yeah. Oh, no. God. Jalen Brown, Jaylen Brown <laughs> yeah, Jaylen has Brown hasn't regressed. Been he can't shoot. Yeah, Jalen Brown Tatum hasn't been has, good this year. Tatum worked with Kobe, and now he's obsessed with... Yeah, Tatum, Tatum, Tatum's getting jumpers. better. He was worse in the beginning of the year. The Celtics are starting to figure out a little bit. They started out this year like nine and nine, and they since then they've gone like nine and three or something like that. Hayward's bad. Hayward's bad. That's an issue. If it, if Gordon Hayward was good like he was in Utah, this team would be scary. But instead, instead of averaging like twenty four points a game like he did in Utah, he's averaging like ten, and he can't shoot anymore, and he can't jump because you know his ankles destroyed. All right. Back to the main question. Uh-huh. Should the Warriors really be worried? When you have Kevin Durant, who is a 
top five player in the league. You have one of the best spot-up shooters in the league, a top ten defender in the league, and someone who is arguably the second best guard of all time. Yeah. And the greatest shooter of all time. They have five holsters on their team. You don't have to... You shouldn't really worry. No. They're just cruising through the regular season. They, I mean, they did it last year, too. They they're, got this... they're sick of each other because yeah. they spent a lot of time together. They play yeah, a lot think, of basketball, but... I think the Warriors are fine. All right, I'm putting two minutes on the stopwatch. <laughs> we are going around the room. Everybody's saying who is winning the college football playoff. Ready? Set? Stoner. Alabama. Ty. Alabama. Steve. Alabama. Mikey. It's Alabama. John. Alabama. Me. Notre fucking Dame. <laughs> they play up to the competition. Think, They're going to win. I think we can beat Clemson. I th- absolutely think we can beat Clemson. I, I absolutely. I, I, <laughs> UCF would have won. It's not going to happen, Paul. The dynasty isn't over. Listen. Paul. Listen, the only team that could have beat Alabama, I think, was Georgia. Listen. Georgia. Listen, everybody just take a second. Jalen. Luke. Paul! Luke. <laughs> would you class- Roll damn time! Would you classify Alabama at the end of this season as a second-half team? Sure. Okay. Well, Notre Dame has been a second-half team all year. Okay. Alabama's fucking Bama. <laughs> well, they might Bama be, hasn't they, had to play the second-half Bama, Bama might be fucking other people in Bama and their family, but I didn't ask that. I asked you, are they uh-huh. a second half team? I don't. I don't know. They don't need to play in the second half. They play. <laughs> absolutely, the absolutely. They play. The game's Steve over. Steve Messina, <laughs> in this second, in the second half of the year, how many games have Bama <coughs> been within one score going into half? Okay, that's true. They were tied yeah. with the Citadel. Absolutely. At halftime. They do were tied with the Citadel halftime. That they don't have to worry about the second <laughs> half because they absolutely do. I. I mean, okay. They should have lost to Georgia. I think Alabama. Their defense isn't. As good as it has been in the past years, and I think they should be worried about not you know about Oklahoma. I think they should be worried about about Oklahoma. Oklahoma can't stop shit. However, you know you know two is out there. He's not a hundred percent. Maybe he fumbles a ball, throws an interception, just turns the tide. Uh, turn, see what I did there? Turn, yeah. Uh, turns the yeah. tide in uh, Oklahoma's favor. And honestly, I could see them losing to Oklahoma more than I could see them Ten losing seconds. the championship game. All I'm saying is. If they let Rudy suit up, it's over. Notre Dame wins. <coughs> Alright, that's two minutes. Anyway, continuing on the uh, subject of college football. Steve, what did you think about this canceled bowl game today? Okay, number one. it was. I understand it was Boise and Boston College and nobody didn't, you know, nobody yeah, you wanted to watch that. <laughs> okay, but anyways, <laughs> these people paid good money to go to Texas, uh-huh. you know, and watch a bowl game. Uh-huh, correct. And the... the the people come out and say, hey, guys, bowl game's over. No winner. Go home. We'll give you your money back. I mean, that's just that's just wrong. Yeah. The people paid to go watch themselves a game, and you tell them, hey, get the hell out of here. Like, like what was there even the excuse? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was yeah. windy? No, no, there was lightning. Uh, okay. I mean, I get that, but, like. like it's going to stop. Yeah, eventually. I love, I love the fact that it was the first The first responders bowl. Like, <laughs> the first responders don't cancel because the weather's bad, all right? They're going to show up if you need them. And these poor people showed up to this game and they told them go home because <laughs> it's canceled. I just felt anyway. bad for them. Also, I feel bad for the players, too. Yeah, too. You, you got a senior out there that's his last game ever and they uh-huh. tell you. Oh, uh, you're not playing. Hey, buddy. Go, go pack your stuff. Get on the plane and go back to Boise. You're done. The get your cap is, and gown and get the out. The issue is, if there, was, if there was not so many meaningless bowl games you had to sit through, they could have rescheduled it. But now the broadcast <laughs> schedule is full. 
and they couldn't reschedule it. There's too many bowl games. Three of them matter. Why do I have to sit through all these made-up bowl games? Who wants to go to Yankee Stadium and watch the Pinstripe Bowl? Nobody. Who cares? Uh, actually, it doesn't I, matter. My, my 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 brother went to uh, watch. That was a regular Notre- season game. That oh, was the Pinstripe Bowl. Oh, oh, oh. but Listen. it's a nostalgia tie. Who cares about the Pinstripe Bowl? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, there are three bowl games that matter, and that's the college football playoffs. You will not put the name of the Hawaii Bowl to shame. Okay, I will yes. not. Allow Charlie you to. Weiss, the Hawaii Dude, Bowl killer. The GoDaddy.com Bowl was one of the best. <laughs> the Cheese It Bowl was an excellent bowl today. All right, it might be tied 7-7 and the quarterback's 5-18 for four interceptions for TCU, but that's not important. All right, maybe my stat line looked like that once, but guess what? People still watched. All right. It's All important. I'm saying is it All would right. be better to just get a bigger playoff system I than watch I do agree. a million All right. games that do not how, how, All right, 8 or 16? 8. 16. Can't do Why it. Why not? More football. Fuck it. I, 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 oh, I'm all about more football, but you, there's, 16 there's will not work. Drop off from 16 to 1. A 16's not going to be to 1. That's, what, that's what I mean. That's well, what they said in basketball. Okay, well, that's apples and oranges. I don't know. I feel like a 16 is more likely to be to 1 okay, football. So, how much, so, so, so what's that? Four weeks of football? Maybe all right. Four extra weeks of football. Who's, 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 who's sixteenth in the country who's right now? Right now, that's the question we need to you see. You could go twelve with buys for the top team. Yeah, I, I just think I eight's I a good that. number. I just think eight's a good I number. I said that for my like Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, that's not horrible. I'm trying to think. I, guess. I think the issue is yeah. like the f- number one team is Alabama. Yeah. And I think maybe right now. Okay, we well, don't let's skip to like a four, like a four team. You know what I mean? But a four could absolutely lose to a sixteen. I don't. You know. But I I see West Virginia's a sixteenth right now. West Virginia is a good team. Defense is you just know? a little slow. Defense is shit, yes. But <laughs> it's the Big 12. It's the Big 12. So Oklahoma's and they're in the college football playoffs. They almost beat Georgia last year. Also, I just want to point yeah. this out. Yeah. I want to point this out. There's a lot of Notre Dame haters out there saying, oh, they'll never be able to beat an SEC team. Oh, the SEC is just so fucking good. All right. Notre Dame was one point away from beating Georgia last year. Yeah. Should yeah, have. I get they lost. Should have. Should have beat. Ty, I don't even know who you affiliate with, so until you pick a team, get out. <laughs> all right. You don't like college football. I understand it. <laughs> well, you must be you must be the devil himself. But like, all right. So Georgia goes on to almost win the national championship game. I question our friendship right now. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. It's okay. I like that the hurt a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, you know, Notre Dame was a point away Ow. from beating the national runner-up last year. And now suddenly, oh, why are they even in the playoffs? They in a conference, they could be no. Get a conference, you can quit crying. Their they're se- they're strength of schedule. I'm not crying. I'm the one. I'm the one in the playoffs. Where's, where's Ohio State at? How's that conference for you? I mean, yeah. I don't understand. I don't like Ohio State. I honestly, I honestly don't understand the join the conference shit. Like, I mean, well, I, Stoner, two, actually, Stoner actually had the greatest theory about how to fix the Big Ten. It was, <laughs> it was actually dead ass. Yeah, just get, get dead on. Just kick, get, yeah. just kick. All right, so you, what you would do is you would move Purdue to the east, kick Rutgers out, and then put Notre Dame in the Rutgers west. Rutgers shouldn't have uh, a football then, program anymore. Then as long as They're you, just embarrassing. Notre Dame's a draw. Even if even even with Charlie Weiss at the helm, they were yeah, still the absolute understand. draw. I don't understand why Notre Dame joined the ACC. And like, like every, basket, everything except everything football. Because yeah, yeah. they could compete with the ACC. There's no doubt about it. They can yeah, they obviously can show that they can compete with anybody. But, yeah. but it's just I, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, people argue that they shouldn't be in the playoff because they don't have a conference. Like Their strength of schedule is stronger than Oklahoma's or Clemson's. So I don't know what they're saying there. I mean, we still play 10 FBS. We play 10 Power 5 teams every year, all, all you know, the entire year. That's more than 
the majority of people in conferences, and we played everyone on our schedule was FBS. Most teams can't say that. You know, Alabama played the Citadel. You know, Alabama's out of conference strength schedule every year isn't necessarily super high. I get the SEC's, you know, a good conference, but also Notre Dame's schedule this year before the year started was looking to be an absolute gauntlet. It's just the fact that Stanford didn't turn out to be as good as people thought. Florida State was ass. I get Brian that. Kelly got me on the but phone, Norm- and I said, yeah. start Ian Book immediately. <laughs> but then, you know, it just so happened that Stanford, you know, normally it's, it's you know a schedule with USC, Stanford, Florida State, you know. Florida State had an off year, USC. too, so. US, uh, yeah. Um, who else would we play? I mean, Syracuse was good this year, obviously. That wasn't expected, uh, but. Per, um, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt has a great quarterback in Shermer. It's a shame they don't have anybody to catch the ball, uh, because I think I counted five drops. In the red zone, and someone could literally fact check that, and I'm dead ass oh, almost yeah. right. And uh, a, uh, a little win there... over uh, a team called Michigan. Uh, I think he was. Uh, oh, we I mean, didn't bring that one up, but you know, it was a quality win. It was a quality win. <laughs> I'll give it. To All you. I'm saying is, um, I I I don't know. Yeah, I think honestly, Notre Dame's schedule let them down this year a little bit. I mean, you they played Michigan, they played Stanford, Virginia Tech, they play. I mean, Pitt's always a quality team to play. Um, Northwestern, obviously ranked this year, Florida State, Syracuse, USC, and uh, now we're, we're going to obviously play Clemson in the playoffs. I mean, USC is going to be a powerhouse in the next two That's, years. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> USC is going to get good again. Yeah. USC is going to be good. That's I'm not looking strong. forward to it. Anyway. I'm not looking forward to it. Finally, we're going to give Ty... His we're going to give him five minutes here to just go off on the Phillies and say what he has to say about the MLB. All I have to say is five seconds. Is bank <laughs> on the Phillies signing at least at least one of Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. They have enough room to sign both of them. They will outbid everyone on the market. If they do not get them, it's because they took less money. It's not due to the Phillies' lack of bidding. They promised to spend stupid money or whatever the owner said, and they're going to go out and and try to spend it. So, I say it's a pretty safe bet to say they'll at least get one of them. You hear reports saying that they might not want Harper as much as Machado, or they might not be getting one of them now. I think it's all just smoke from Scott Boris. He is the best agent in baseball history, probably sports history. He knows what he's doing. He's telling the reporters to say these things to make the Phillies worry a little bit, get their offer up. But I still think it's a the best bet is to say they'll get one. All of right, I'm just guys. gonna pose you one question here before the end of the podcast. Uh, should baseball have a salary cap? No, no. You like it that it doesn't. Um, yeah, they don't have a salary cap, but the luxury tax serves as like a soft Deterrent. cap. Okay, it's like a soft cap, so it's it's almost like they have uh, a salary cap. But if you're willing to spend that luxury tax, then you should be able to. Yeah, fair enough. All I'm saying is, um. I know a lot of people think that Machado would be more quality than Harper, but I literally maybe might have had a wet dream last night about Bryce Harper putting balls in the third uh, <coughs> in the third level of uh, right field. So that's all I have to say about it. That's that's firm analysis. Is just say I had a wet dream about Bryce Harper. So therefore, I, I said I might have. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, I think that uh, just about wraps up the podcast here. We uh, thank everyone for listening. Um, Eli. You know, this might be the last podcast for another year. I don't know. We'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Star's home for like another like week yeah, and a half. We could so make maybe, another one. Who knows? But it's it's all up to you guys. Uh, ultimately, give maybe us some we'll feedback. Maybe we'll do a little. Maybe we'll do a little like twenty minute 
college uh, football with the Bulls, the big yeah, Bulls. Yeah, live reaction, up. live reaction. Maybe to the not. Playoffs. I don't know. Maybe not even a live. We'll do a pick them. Yeah. We we yeah. could put a little because I'm I'd like to I'd like to. Oh, I, who I can watch six meaningless bowl games. Seriously. Shut your whore mouth. Anyway, <laughs> I can say for one that uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a wild card when it comes to picking teams. So uh, we can make we'll it. See fun. what happens. But we can even put some bets on if it. you want another episode. Um, you know, get the word out about this one. Retweet on Twitter, like we always say to do. Get the word out there. Um, anyway, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. We're out there. And uh, Eli just left you with a present there to end the episode. That was Ty. <laughs> no, it was not. Don't don't let him lie to you. Uh, anyway, thanks. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. Maybe we'll see you next week. We'll see how it goes. Uh, if not, have a wonderful break. And uh, see you next year. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs>